This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, let's say Po'Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Po'Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Pub Boys Podcast. We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye. Rape, 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 rape on the first fucking date. So I used to hang out with some army guys, and I got a call one day. He was like, "Hey, can uh, can you come over and help me get my car out of the pool?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, no problem." <laughs> when. <I> <laughs> <laughs> Went over there. I'm on the way. This guy had a gold Mustang from probably like 2008 or something. And it was a manual. And uh, his sister jumped in it to go to the store or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Never driven a manual before. And then I guess she thought that she could just figure it out on the fly. Yeah. And nope. I guess instead of putting it in reverse, she put it in first. Yeah. And it's probably and, geared just right so that when like she let her foot off, it kind of lurched and then it kept lurching and just kind of was like boom, 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 until it went it, right in the fucking pool. It went through a wooden fence yep. and then went into the shallow end of the pool. Yeah. And their idea, because they're fucking like retarded army douchebags, they're like, so we're all going to get in the pool. And there was like six of them. And they're all like jacked army dudes. Like nope. they... They would they would go to uh, on deployment in Afghanistan and would take like three hundred dollars worth of fucking GNC supplements with them. And the entire time they were there, they would just fucking work out because they had like pretty sick gyms there. So the entire time they were in Afghanistan, they would just fucking lift and just get sweating and fucking headbutting each other with no protection. So they were all Fuck convinced yeah. that there was enough of them to like be able to lift the front end of the car up. Oh, you mean a waterlogged so, car engine? That sounds plausible. Yeah. Like it's not only going to be, I don't know, 800 pounds, maybe 1,000? Yeah. Sure. Because they... We'll Jimmy's going to say go, and then you just step on it, Pepper, okay? <laughs> it, did, it did. I mean, obviously, it didn't work out like that. Like, no. four juiced-up, drunk army dudes. I'm going to be honest. I kind of hope that you fucking ran over, like, a couple of them. I hope you dropped the whole ass Mustang on top of at least one of them's leg, and they were like, bro, you crunched up my shit. <laughs> they, looked, they looked really cool trying to lift a Ford Mustang out of a pool because they were all shirtless and jacked. Yeah. But it was yeah, like no, the flag was... raising on fucking Iwo Jima. It's just like four drunk assholes with no shirts on lifting a Mustang out of a pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know where you're going to that. And then you fish it and I pictured it. And I was like, God damn, dude, that that would be like the 2009 Iwo Jima flag. Yeah, sure. Just That's four guys. One guy and one dude standing in the back with a Bud Light with his hand on his shoulder. Like, you got it, dude. Like, that's all it is. They're fucking just pushing a fucking Mustang uh, half out of the water. Well, some
the face melting solo thank you sir hello and welcome to the po boys podcast i'm your host that motherfucker jody b and tonight special guest all the way from the deep deep south down there in pascagoula mississippi uh co-host of the rushmore podcast uh pepper what's up buddy how are you what's up man what was that song that you opened up with that's uh hank williams the turd uh... Uh, with a little ditty called Dick and Dixie. I don't know if that you motherfucker <laughs> was absolutely shredding. I was trying to. I was thinking of like all the people that I know that shred like that. I was like, is that that fucking? Have you ever? Uh, you ever heard that song Meth in a Baggie? Yes, I met, or, it's Dust in a Baggie. Dust in a Baggie. Yeah, Billy Strings. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I was like, damn, is that Billy Strings? But then, uh, yeah. That's a good fucking song, dude. I think it would have been before Billy Strange. I saw that not too long ago, and that was almost the lead-in song. It's kind of weird that you said that because I was thinking something pretty, pretty wicked. And I know we like we like to talk about dust in a baggie, just the wrong kind of dust on that with the wrong scent, you know. (laughs) No, man, what's up? It's I'm happy to finally get you here one on one, dude. Uh, We've kind of been around each other, and uh, uh, thank you for your submission from the roast. Uh, I think you actually yeah. were, were at least top two, if not, dare I say, one of my favorite uh, things of the show uh, with your video performance and your, your video. Sorry, I edited it a little bit. I don't know if you uh, happened to listen back, but uh, it was a slam dunk, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I really wish I could have done it live, but actually looking back at it, because I had time, because... I mean, listen, I, I didn't do like a crazy amount of takes, but I think that was like the second or third take. Sure. So maybe it was a little bit better, but yeah, I wish I would have fucking done it live because I would have loved to hear like if I was there, like the jokes that would have got thrown at me. Yeah. Because I think they would have gotten a little bit more original than like, oh, he's he's some redneck with a mullet. Right. You know, I think they would have like got a little deeper. I don't know. That was, I, was, I think one of my other favorite jokes was Adam Nutter saying business in the front harder out back. Like that's, yeah. that's a solid fucking line. That's a t-shirt dude. Yeah. You know, not many people are brave enough to, to rock the mullet pepper. And it's kind of funny. I, I would assume you work for yourself with a fucking haircut. So, Hey, you're fucking, you're living your best life. And I appreciate it, dude. Fucking do you. Do you have I ever told you how this mullet came to be? No. Did you lose a bat? Yes. So, uh, are you familiar with like the UFC? Yeah. I mean, not familiar, but like, do you watch UFC? I do. Okay, so you remember that Hamzat Jemaev guy that was real hot last year? Hamzat Jemaev. Hmm. That is what. What's his weight class? Uh, one seventy. He was like a rookie last year, and he won like his first five fights. He fought like five times in twenty twenty. Won every single one. Super hype. He was supposed to fight somebody like really big, but then he got injured. He had so he he was like rising through the ranks super quick. He was taking fights on short notice. It was fucking crazy. There was a lot of hype around him, and he was fighting a UFC not I wouldn't say legend but veteran Jared Murchard, okay. who has like eighteen submissions in the UFC. And this Hamzat guy had had like all KOs and shit. It was a very quick fight. Right, right. The Mike Tyson was, approach, just running across and beating the fuck out of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all know that only lasts for so long. Nobody, sure. nobody ends an in MMA career defeated, undefeated, unless you're fucking uh, Khabib. Yeah. But 
I was convinced that, that Hamzat was going to lose. So I was on another podcast called the Open Micers Podcast with Jacob Craig and Jason Robbins. There, it's a podcast down here. Uh, everybody go check out their episode they did with Sean Patton. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. But we were talking about MMA, and I was talking about how I didn't believe the hype around this Hamzat guy. And we made a bet, and it was a hair bet. So the loser got their hair cut by the winner, and... <laughs> The way that fight went down, it was a 20-second fight. There was one strike thrown. Yes. And that that one strike thrown was a very hard punch that hit Gerald Marshart in the face and just put him to sleep in dream dream land. Yeah. And it was – I've never lost a bet so handily, so quick, mm-hmm. so, so certainly – and I immediately called – I actually called him on the phone right when it happened. He was actually performing stand-up comedy. He was on stage. He answered the phone, and he was like, hey, Pepper, you're you're yeah. on a microphone. Hey, buddy, you're on stage. What <laughs> yeah. do you got to say for yourself? And I was like <laughs> – I was like, well, he didn't know. I, I broke the news to him. I was like, Hamzat just knocked out Gerald Merchart 20 seconds. You won the bet. And he was like, well, you're going to get a mullet. And I was like, fantastic. Luckily. Why would I accept anything less? (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, his mother was a uh, is a wonderful lady and a former hairdresser, and she accompanied him on his trip over here to cut my hair and gave him some very good direction. But when I did eventually go to a sanctioned uh, salon, sure, a licensed fight, (laughs) not so much a smoker. (laughs) When I went to get it fixed. The uh, the lady was like, "Who the fuck cut your hair?" I was like, "So just a guy named Jacob." She's like, "They did a horrible job. This is the worst mullet I've ever seen." Sure, like, he's not a barber. Sorry, lady. No, <laughs> I love it. And now, why why bother? It's become almost part of the gimmick, right? It's how's it on that neck? I know it's going to start getting a little hot down there in Mississippi. So, like, I feel like pretty soon that neck is going to start getting a little sweaty. I mean, it's honestly like I like having long hair, but I don't like it in my face. So. It's honestly great. That's like, probably exactly how the mullet was invented. Like, that sentence that just fell out of your fucking hole yeah. was just like, you know, I like having my long, flowy locks, but also, I don't like hair in my face. Yeah. I mean, Ma. that's basically what it is. <laughs> get it, get like, my clippers. It is starting to, like, this month, now that it's starting to heat up, I'm starting to get a little bit tired of it. But, you know, all last summer, the back of my neck stayed peeling yeah. from sunburn and shit. Not so much this year, huh? Man, that's a good point. You might actually protect your neck. Yeah. That's what the Wu-Tang was talking about. It's mullets. (laughs) Yeah, they were talking about mullets. God damn. They weren't talking about BBJ or whatever they were actually talking about. They were talking about mullets. Protect your neck. That shit gets all scaly in the summertime. Yeah, I get ashy as shit, dude. Well, so proper introductions. Uh, The Rushmore podcast is definitely one that I've tuned into. And I made a post about this recently. It it feels like at this point you guys are just kind of going across my like wish list and just like putting dipping your nuts like right on my nose with some of these. You've done excellent work and you've got to talk to some really cool people. How crazy is that, Pepper? Like just this last year or two. I know y'all been doing a show for quite a while, but like the last year and a half covid no less has been pretty goddamn nice to you well we said for two and a half years that we're not a guest podcast so we wouldn't have any guests right and then i think our first get who was our first guest it might have been jason knight a local ufc fighter it went so good surprisingly we, well yeah because we were like because jason is a country ass motherfucker yeah like he is he grew up i don't i don't think it was a houseboat but 
Well, that's that's enough. Either one of those things. <laughs> it, 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 it was either a houseboat or a houseboat on land, which is like a single wide trailer close to some water. It's a house trailer boat. <laughs> yeah. But like he is just country as fuck. Yeah. And we went and Thomas said, it was like, we're just going to do what we do. And he's either going to absolutely hate it and completely shut down and not have any fun. Or he's going to like kind of buy in and have fun. And within the first 20 seconds, Jason was like, man, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what what, what, yeah. like, what are we fucking doing here? Got to plan anybody. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, he was like, man, y'all are fucking crazy. This is going to be fun. And he's asked to come on like a couple times since. We fucking love him. But yeah, COVID, we realized that everybody that we would want to talk to is not doing anything. Right, just sitting at the house, man. So <laughs> I got a couple of those. That's why I'm saying I'm impressed. Yeah. I, I still get nervous. And so there's a few people that, you know, I casually on Twitter, like, what's up? We do my podcast. But other than that, like I don't pursue anybody. I'm just, that's all I'll do. And when I get responses, even if it's somebody I know, they don't have to be famous, just somebody I've listened to, somebody that I like, somebody that makes me laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> so then there's always that moment. And I fumbled a couple of them. So I really pick and choose my spots now. And uh, you guys have just, you've had some really awesome guests, man. Like people that I've listened to for years now. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest ones for us was Ari Shafir. Yeah. And I had multiple times during that podcast where I was just listening yeah. Like I wasn't doing a podcast. I was just listening because I was just so used to listening to him mm-hmm. that like I forgot that it was like a two-way conversation and I would just be listening like I'm listening to a fucking podcast. Like a dickhead. It was like, my turn to talk. My bad shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, I have to say something because I'm here doing a podcast. I'm not listening to fucking Skeptic Tank. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been fucking weird. And the relationships that have come out of that are just insane like like thomas is like legitimately friends with brian callum yeah they're, like, they're sending dick pics I, and stuff i thought picking he up chicks together the longest <laughs> time and i was like actually with him when brian called him one time and i'm like so does he just call you he's like yeah about like once once a week or so he just randomly calls me at some time and the conversation is generally just like hey how are you guys doing how's the podcast you know blah blah I'm like, really? That's... And then now they're they're starting their own podcast called Rough House. Oh fuck. He's gonna be mad that I fucked up the name. You got it. Rough, Rough House. House. Roundup? Round kick? No. Kicky Son of punch a bitch. foot. Anyways, uh well no, I Rough I House Redneck. Right. It's like Rough House Rough House Reach Around. Rough House Roadhouse. Uh, hold on. Rough House? Roughhouse Friday. Nice. And um Oh, Roughhouse Friday. I remember that. Yeah, I used to watch T Fat K. So that's okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. When they would start wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So I, I uh actually I can play it right now. I went in the studio last night and recorded the theme song for that show. Yeah. Here here's a preview. I don't know if it'll pick up on the mic, but let's see. Do you like making money? Bad. 
but they're going to be breaking down like uh, MMA bets, very similar to a show that we're both aware of, but don't listen to. <laughs> Competition. Don't don't fucking don't lead anybody down the dark path. That's amazing. How fucking crazy is that, man? Like just to have said that to yourself a couple just a year ago. Like, oh, by oh, the yeah. way, when COVID's over, you're going to be friends with Brian Callen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. For the record, I'm not. I've never talked. Not you. I'm just even Thomas. Like I'm saying, you yeah, saying yeah. that to him. Like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but don't freak out. <laughs> yeah. Like, who gets it's to say that? That's wild. fucking crazy. It's funny to me watching you guys work and operate now. And I went back and listened to some of the older shows just to get a feel for it. I think you guys have a good thing going. It took me a little while to warm up to Thomas. And that's just yeah. because maybe my opinion was a little askew when I first uh, came into contact. So, sorry. But uh, I like yeah. you guys' show. I like your back and forth, and I think you do a great show. And when you have good guests, it's even better. So, hey, oh, man, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get off your dick now. But Rushmore Podcast, go check it out, man. Really great guests so far. Go check it out while it's still around. <laughs> it's not going to be around forever. <laughs> is that right? It's going to come at a premium? You're going to make an NFT? No, it's just Rushmore Podcast is in its death rattle phase. I give it another three months, maybe. No we'll way. Come on now. I mean, Thomas moved to Austin, and we don't like going out of our way to make things happen. So we both agreed we're gonna try to we're gonna try to keep it going as long as possible. But at some point, it's just gonna become too much of a pain in the ass. We're gonna kill it. You gonna take it out back and shoot it though, right? You're gonna let it get yeah. all sad and like glaucoma eyed, and you gotta take yeah. it outside to help it pee. <laughs> I I hope I, I would rather end with a bang rather than just kind of peter out i would like to at least know like which episode is going to be our last episode and really fucking try but yeah well that being that being said considering how you how far you've come in just the last couple years do you have a dream guest maybe that'll come around to you pepper yes daniel cormier yeah dc i bet he'd be so much fun to fucking talk to that's what i'm saying that's been my dream (laughs) guest from like when we started getting guests, I, I've I've been very consistent with that, dude. If you if you look at my Instagram messages to Daniel Cormier, yeah. if he ever looks at it, there's no way that he'll do the show. It is so embarrassing. I mean, I've sent him no less than twenty videos. Does he do a lot of podcast pepper? Like, is there hope on the horizon? Any kind of path? Damn, I got family in Lafayette. Like, maybe I can put now, him on a mission. That's about the best I can do for you. <laughs> we did find out. We, we found the guy that runs his social media. Yeah. He does not run his own social media. We found the guy that runs his social media, and he is very unreceptive. Here's the thing, Pepper. How do you tell a former heavyweight, light heavyweight champion of the world what to do? Like You don't. Right. And so it's like he just have to catch him on a good day, or he really wants to do the show, because you're not really going to make him, and you're probably also not going to bribe him. It sucks because we had Paul Felder and John Anik on, and we have pleaded to both of them. And the fucked up thing is, I think, I don't remember if it was Felder or Anik, but one of them said in doing the research for the show, they consulted Daniel Cormier. So Daniel Cormier is at least kind of aware of at least the concept, maybe not the show, Yeah, but he likes it. See, I've got a troll heart, and I think you need to go the other direction. I think you call John Jones. You guys can talk about your fucking Rushmore of the best kinds of cocaine, and then you okay. make the next time they fight, <laughs> you can just be like, hey, if you lose, you have to do the Rushmore podcast. That's not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? I actually know a guy that trains with John Jones. Yeah? 
I know a guy that did blow with John Jones. I wonder if they hung out. Everybody knows a guy that did blow with John Jones. Yeah, I'm kidding. I just assumed that I probably met somebody in my life that's done blow with John Jones. (laughs) That's not. That's like, oh, I, I know a guy with two feet. I hear these loud bitches talking in my house. What are they talking about? They're just talking out loud, just squawking. You know how they do, man. Like, like dumb bitches. <laughs> talking about all the gossip and the tea. What are you doing for Pride Month, dude? Uh, I let my kid help me blow bubbles the other day. That's pretty gay. Oh, know? that's super gay. I love blowing bubbles. It's like one of my favorite things. My pastime. Uh, I picked it up during COVID. I stand in my backyard and I blow giant bubbles. Is that true? Yeah, it's 100% true. That's what happens when you mix a uh, spare time uh, five-year-old kid and Bud Light Seltzer. You end up, like, we made these little sticks that you put, like, yarn on. So, like, you hold them oh. up and they make, like, good-sized bubbles. Yeah, you got serious with it. I got really baked one day and I was out there making bubbles and then I made, like, a really big one. Like, big enough to put the kid inside almost. And I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool. And so then you just spend the next hour trying to do that shit again. So, like, now I took, a, I have cane poles. You know what a cane pole is? It's for helping to grow tomatoes. And I took the top Obviously. and snapped it off. It's about two feet long. And I put the yarn on there. And now I can make bubbles probably bigger than my wife's car. Like, big fucking bubbles. That's what I do in my spare time. That's what I love. Everything you could imagine has like a community where somebody has taken it to like the nth degree. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm barely a bubble enthusiast, and that's how I, I know, find out about this shit. Like how to make your own bubbles at the house. I make my own yeah. bubbles at the house. That's how much of an enthusiast I am at this point. I'm a, yeah. I'm a beginner, but <laughs> but there's there's people who are like elite bubble guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you've seen, you've probably seen the videos and everything. Yeah, you're like, talking about Ron Jacobson the third from Baltimore, Maryland, who can grow yeah. fucking bubbles as big as a house. That's that's <laughs> what I love about the internet is like now you can find those people. Like if you name something, there is somebody who that's their fucking thing. Yeah, and. That is the like they are the best in the world. Probably way better than you, at least. Like the very oh, least, yeah. is make you look terrible at whatever the thing is you like. <laughs> they have basically devoted all of their free time to that one thing, no yep. matter what it is. And I love that about the internet. I love finding those fucking people. It's not bad, man. And as bubbles is one of those things that just kind of happened. And uh, I'm just glad it was something simple and uh, not too time consuming uh, it is a little messy sometimes but hey the kid's five he's like a fucking labrador dude like he sees liquid he jumps in it oh yeah it's ridiculous so afterwards he gets all sudsed up and i spray his ass with a water hose and that's that's what we do on saturdays it's a dadder day man yeah dude so what is the perfect bubble mix i've been curious about that you need distilled water number one oh okay distilled water you need uh cornstarch and you need a dishwashing liquid that is not the ultra version. That's actually a lot harder to find than you think. Huh. You use like so the- what is are you are you are you uh are you like familiar with chemistry no, and stuff? Not even a little bit. I barely fucking I cook. That's about as good as I get with mixing seasonings and shit like that. It's chemistry, so you- but no, I, I don't we don't get to do a lot of science stuff other than, you know, baking soda and vinegar shit. Huh. So you don't know what the cornstarch does. It it keeps the bubbles together. It like helps it's a Oh, uh, catalyst! Not a catalyst, but a not a catalyst. 
Anyway, I'm too stupid to have a conversation about how bubbles stay together, but the cornstarch helps keep the bubbles together because if you just mix soap and water, it'll make bubbles, but they won't stay together. They'll just kind of be out there, then they'll pop immediately. So you need cornstarch yeah. to keep the, the bonds, the fucking covalent bond or whatever the fuck to make the bubbles yeah. actually come together. The shit that I use now is like a mix. My wife got me for... I guess fucking Easter. Yeah. She got me a bunch of bubble mix and it's this shit that like, it looks almost like jizz. Like it looks like a, like a bucket of jizz, but it makes some pretty righteous fucking bubbles. It's like a store bought, but it's like, you know, extra special super bubble mix. I think they just put cornstarch in a fucking foil pouch and then sold that. It's like, here, mix this with dishwashing detergent and water. And, like, I know the distilled water trick, so I do that already, and then I mix it up, and it's almost exactly what I do already. Just whatever's in the powder might be a little different than what I use. But, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's bubble talk. So it's all surface tension. That, that's that's what bubbles are. It's, it's surface mm-hmm. tension. Yeah. So I guess... They're really pretty, yeah. too. Like, when you're really fucking, like, half oh, drunk, yeah. and you fucking get a bubble that's, like, bigger than you, and you're standing there looking at it with, like, the little rainbow colors and shit going all in it, it's pretty goddamn hypnotic. So, yeah, that's what I yeah. do. I just get drunk, and I stand in my backyard and make bubbles. Hypnotic with a Q, like the black drink. Sure. Mix it with Hennessy. Make Incredible Hulk. I tried to mix glow yeah. stick with my bubbles. That didn't work. That's how uh, not chemist I am. I just took a big fucking glow stick and cracked it in a thing and was like, well, this will make glow in the dark bubbles. I don't know glow stick surface tension work. All it did was make weird glow jizz in the bottom of my bucket and like it didn't do anything. And I got pissed and I said, well, I ruined my bubbles. And also now I got glow jizz in the bottom of the shit. Oh. How about you, Pepper? You got any hobbies? No. I know you play not music. Your- that's that's a fun thing, right? Is that your your spare time thing? No, I don't. I mean, I don't really have any spare time, so I don't. I don't have any spare time thing. That's a good point. I mean, everything. What is, did you used to do when you had fun? I guess play music, <laughs> but also playing music with other people fucking sucks dick. Yeah, I always thought it that, would be better, but then again, like some of my best times have been with just I don't play anything. I just sing and bullshit, and I know a bunch of songs. So like, it's always been when other people play, and I'm just like, dude, that's a cool ass song. Musicians are some of the least reliable and punctual people. Ever. Right. So that's... uh, Like your casual musician? Yeah. Like, I used to be in a band with a guy, and whenever we'd have band practice, we would tell him that band practice started an hour before it actually started. Yes. Because he was consistently an hour and a half late. It's hilarious. So... There was one time ever (laughs) that he showed up, and he started calling us like, hey, why aren't you guys here? It's like, dude. Yeah, you've never been on time once. I'll be goddamned if you're going to sit here and give me fucking shit about it now. Uh, so how you're going to find out? But <laughs> we have been we've been lying to you for three months. Band practice actually starts at seven, but we tell you it starts at six. Yeah, because we know that you're late every single every time. time. Yeah, and he was only he was only on time one time. It stands up to the point. Yeah, it's a what do you want me to say, bud? You name the other time you were here on time. Yeah, that's why I stopped playing music with other people, just because depending on other people is completely fucking useless. Whenever you're in a band with somebody, and I would assume that like extrapolates out to like any creative project with other people, you're basically dating that person. Yeah. Like You have to mm-hmm. worry so much about their feelings. You have to uh, deal with their schedule. Very parallel to dating a bitch. It's why I don't have a co-host because I don't have time to fucking deal with other people's emotions and schedules because I got my own shit going on. Yeah. So I just work around other people's stuff. Well, 
Keep now you know why I'm not in a band. Keep it fresh. Well, so I know you like music, though. Even though recently I shared some personal music favorites, and you told me my music taste was dog shit. What do you like? Like, what is your probably your influence? Because I've heard you do like screamo fucking rock. I also heard you do goofy little like uh, funny songs. But also, I've heard you play some stuff. So it's like, what do you like to play when you're just sitting around? If I'm listening to music, yeah, my tastes they wildly vary. And I go through phases. Well, I know you write for other people, like little ditties for the shows and stuff. So it's like, are you a songwriter person? Is that your thing? Do you prefer that? Or do you like actually listening to music and playing music? Uh, What do you mean a songwriter person? Like, do I listen to songwriter music? Do you write songs? Or just yes. little ditty? Okay. So I would assume. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Let, let, let's, let's step that back. No, no. I write the stuff that you hear. That's all I write. I only write funny songs and stuff that's okay that still counts that's more than i fucking do like a theme songwriter that's more your your alley right now professionally well no i mean i don't get paid for it but yeah shut up dude you're trying to big yourself up you you get paid racks racks on racks on racks for your fucking killer jam sir my theme songs it's it it is literally it's either free or it's three hundred dollars nobody has ever gone for three hundred dollars it's like it's like it's either if it's free then I don't have a deadline. I get to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Sure. Uh, with reasonable direction. Don't you point your shocker hand at me, you motherfucker. I see how you're counting. Why don't you put your yeah. pinky up? Sick it's bastard. Like if, if you want to give me a deadline, it's $300. Right. If you don't like what I sent you and you want something different, it's $300. Also three. If, if you have like... Any input. Like, any creative input whatsoever. basically (laughs) and hey i'll I'll say it right now it sucks dick to have somebody hit you up for a theme song you write them a theme song record it professionally then send it to them and then check up on their podcast like a month later and then they they never used it yeah that hurt hurt your feelings (laughs) a little bit talking to you tom segura but I I have so much more fun doing that shit than i ever did like trying to play serious music yeah and I, dude, I came this close to writing and recording a serious album. Like, oh, that'd have been uh, so fucking great, Pepper. I wish you would have. <laughs> like, it was like I was literally in the middle of recording vocals for like probably the second to last song on the EP that I was doing, and I just had a moment of clarity, and I actually like read the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And listen to the way that I was singing them. And I was like, this is, (laughs) if I heard anybody else do this, sure, I would yell faggot (laughs) and laugh at them. (laughs) Like, like Uh, I can't do this. Like, it was so gay. And I would deserve it. (laughs) It's like, I would deserve every goddamn second of it. It was so fucking gay. And it was shit that. Honestly, it was shit that like I didn't even believe. Like it, it was like words that I didn't even believe. Yep. It was just words that I thought like fit with the genre that I was doing. Yeah, you were Frankensonging. I got it. Yeah, yeah. It's really easy to do with country. That was the whole meaning behind the the early thing uh, song I played when we opened up. Like it's, I think it's a common ground. I heard you talk with Raylan Nelson yeah. on your show, and that was a topic of discussion. Is I'm not a huge fan of today's country music because a lot of it is very cookie cutter and. Yeah, man. Like I don't get down like that. That's not my. That's not my jam. I, I like uh, pain. 
I like blues. That's I think deep down I got blues in my heart. And that's yeah. why I like the shit that I like because lyrically a lot of times I connect with songs and I'm like, okay, this is built from pain. Like that's the shit that gets me going usually. Like I like glitz and glamour and fun and old school shit, but a lot of the stuff that I really like that I'll sit, I'll cry, I'll get fucking like it's pain. That's usually where I come from with music. And so you have to be living your pain. Otherwise I don't believe you. So I've been asking this question to a lot of people lately because it fascinates me. Yeah. When you listen to a song for the first time, mm-hmm. what is the first thing on the first like full listen of a song yeah. that voice you hone in on? Is voice. the voice. Mm-hmm. And words or just nope. voice? Voice. And I think it's it's because I'm an audiophile. It's because I listen to different people's voices all the time. And it's I have that weird thing where, I, oh, this guy sounds like this guy. Or this guy sounds my wife sometimes. would be like, that's not even close. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, fuck I, you, stupid bitch. Die yeah, you don't know anything. You're a girl. You can't even hear right. Your brain's yeah. small. Um, yeah. No, I think voices. Uh, some Sometimes some tones, I think, resonate better with me. And especially if it's something that I'm not ready for, like if it's a raspy, deep voice like Tanya Tucker, bitch, like I'm probably going to hear that and be kind of like, whoa, because she earned that voice most of the time. So I want to hear what's going on here. Like usually those are the people that get me like raspy or very distinct voices. Power is probably number two on that list. Like Adele, say what you want about Adele, yeah. but fat Adele on that fucking that album. She was really mad <laughs> at her ex dude and she has a very powerful voice and that's a beautiful fucking album dude because <laughs> you could hear her fucking pouring her heart out in them songs have you ever heard of coulter wall Mm-mm. check him out coulter wall is he's he's basically like 18 years old sure well, i mean i'm sure now he's probably like 20 or whatever colt like um, the gun or like colton's coulter but uh he's got a song called the devil wears a suit and tie yeah and oh this guy he he has a very okay all right, I'm listening. Now, have you seen a picture of him yet? Does he kind of look like uh he looks like uh fucking okay. like Matt Damon from a him. western or something like that kind of just a scruffy looking motherfucker. As long as you can see his face. Yeah, as long as you can see his face. Yeah. The 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 voice you're about to hear does not match that face in the slightest bit. See, I would Brolin. accept something like grab like I would accept Josh Brolin like this fixing to roll out of this guy's fucking Let's see. All right. Well, it's it's disappointing that you're right. Maybe if you didn't have the hat on and the beard. Come on, Coulter. Get on with it, you faggot. Here it comes. I like aggressive acoustic music, too. Like aggressive, yeah. just acoustic guitar picking. Travis Meeks is probably one of my favorites, the dude from Days of the New. I don't know if you've ever checked that out, but years later when he was barely off the drugs and just by himself, it's uh, called like Live Bootleg, I think is the album. It's just him, and he's fucking amazing, and he sounds like he's been on drugs for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Send that to him. Well, Reverend, Reverend, please come quick. I got something to admit. A little bit Johnny Cash. Yeah. I met a man out in the sticks. A good old mess. He drove a serious tank Cadillac and wore a cigar on his lip. Okay, so the vibrato thing is getting a little annoying. 
but it's cool. I'm still in the boat. I'll check some more of that out later. Colder yeah, Wall. Some, Amazing. He's got some good-ass music, man. And like I said, he's like... I think when he recorded that album, he was like eight, like 17 or 18. Like a child. Oh, shit. See, I've always been fascinated. Like I said, well, I would just mentioned Travis Meeks. Like, he was, I think, 19, maybe younger than that when he was on Days of the New. Like, he got famous yeah. in the 90s. You know, he fired the band, like, twice. That's the whole thing. Like, he plays the guitar. Jody, I'll be 100% honest. I have no idea who you're talking about. Travis Meeks is a lead singer from a band called Days of the New. Okay. There's a song called Touch Peel Stand. Finally found a reason I don't need an excuse. That fucking shit. Sure. I I am very fucking gay. That one. I fucking suck on your dear. You got it. So that's the radio song. Um, I'll give you this one just right quick. Just give you a taste of him. Like I said, so the deal is he fired his band a few times. He's really a good musician. He's a guitar guy. So he picks. He fucking does all of his own shit. He got tired of his bands not committing as hard as he did. And so he's fired... Uh, his band a few times and for albums he's hired fucking like studio musicians to come and record his fucking shit so far i relate this guy sure this guy a lot. so here's his deal he got on methamphetamines somewhere around like the eighth year he was famous and he never got off of them so through all that he was also booting. sure <laughs> the same guy so this is him doing like a it says live bootleg is the title of this so this is just him and a sound guy in like nowhere south carolina or some shit he's been on drugs for years like if you look at him you remember the movie kingpin and how when they made them guys look older i've never seen god damn it pepper he looks like he's 87 years old he's got a comb over he's maybe 40 (laughs) he looks rough as shit so here's here's a taste of what he does playing guitar and singing yes this is just him he has nobody else with him is the one man show that is goddamn impressive so here's the thing he had on that song touch peel stand right because people wouldn't play the fucking the solos right and in this particular show what he does is he usually will have a second mount with a guitar hanging off of it and while he's playing his fucking thing he'll play the whole fucking thing and then he'll go hold on a second and he'll whip the fucking strap off put on for a 12 string or whatever the fuck he's fixing to do and then he'll tune up a couple things and then he'll start fucking playing the second part of his song seen him do it like it's this dude is a monster (laughs) yeah i can't imagine singing that well and then playing that fucking hard and that technically yeah i can't imagine this is his opener get get 10 more seconds of get you a snoot full dude check this album out So we open with that. That feels like a lot of stress on your goddamn vocal cords, dude. And then Man. the rest of the whole fucking thing screaming, is just mad. Like, the, like <laughs> screaming shit's actually pretty easy and like not like if you know how to like yell like like yeah yeah. 
I mean, you could do that forever. I can't do it. Like, I'm all uh, vocal. I'm, I got no diaphragm in my my screaming and my singing. I never learned how to do it. So on karaoke nights, I'm good for about three songs. But I'll fuck them three songs up. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you have to like consistently do it or you'll get like tired. It's wicked. You, yeah, you get you get exhausted. But um, well, oh, fuck what was I going to say? Oh, he also, uh, credit to him. Like, there's not a lot of people that make an acoustic guitar. Like, I there, there's so many people, especially in that in that '90s era, mm-hmm. that made acoustic guitars sound like absolute shit. Yeah, and for I know sure. you talking about Aaron uh, Lewis. Is that what we're getting into? You fuck. I mean, dude, you could fucking like <laughs> throw a dart. Yeah, yeah. On their fucking like like everybody, their acoustic live sound was fucking horrendous. Yeah. But that one was really good. I like that. It's not bad. Like I said, you got to earn those fucking pipes. And that dude's just been doing meth for like 15 years. And hey, man, he does it his own way. And he'll probably die one day all by himself fucking in a bathroom somewhere. But, you know, sometimes you got to fucking ride the lightning, dude. I don't know. Yeah. I've never been that guy. I'm not that talented. So <laughs> I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think when it comes to like music and stuff, sure. do you think that there is... Well, I wouldn't say, do you think? So, what do you think the ratio is on God-given talent versus learned skill? It depends on the genre. Yeah. 100%. After, and it's it's bleeding, because also when you get into pop versions of whatever genre it is, there's a little bit of fuckery one way or the other. Five Finger Death Punch is not that good of a band. Um, they're very commercial at this point and they have a lot of hit songs and my wife likes them and you know what they yeah do they really have a lot of hit songs oh yeah dude fucking five figure death punch has been the face of douche metal for like probably the last i'd say eight years man you think well i remember i remember the i remember when the bleeding came out (laughs) i remember that and we're like <laughs> yeah, we're like this isn't this isn't that bad. Like it, it's nope. pretty gay, but it's not that bad. There was a and couple then, right after. The, I like uh, what is this? Step away from the ledge. I'm coming down. That fucking shit. Like it's okay. And yeah. then it got a little commercial later. And then they did the the Gone Away cover. And I'm like, oh man, because I really like that song. Like I said, Pain. <laughs> so the original song, the fucking Offspring song. I love that fucking song because the dude's singing to his buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a fucking a whole situation that came along with it. So at the end when he's like, I reach to the sky, like that whole shit, like he's feeling that. And it's just weird that you would repackage that for the video is what sold me. It was for like veterans and shit like that. They're very, they're like Toby Keith of the rock genre now. Like that's their, their, their bag. So they've had three or four of those songs that are just for 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 army people. Uh, Army infantry guys. Yay! We dodged our rockets. <laughs> I, I drive for Mustang. Yeah. I could throw a grenade, dude. I used to live in Fort Benning, Georgia. I know it. it dude, like no, no exaggeration. You you could go to a mall in Columbus, Georgia, that right next to Fort Benning. Sure. And you could the the ratio of Ford Mustangs, <laughs> and this is this is like two thousand nine ten. Yeah. You go to the mall, like the ratio to Ford Mustangs versus like any other car was ridiculous. Right. And they all had was military like, plates. <laughs> dude, it would be, I mean, I, I, I'll say this conservatively. Yeah. I would say conservatively, conservative, conservative, conservatively. Conservative. You got it the first time, buddy. 
I would say 20% Ford Mustangs. In oh, a like in one lot, spot? Or like if you go through and pick them out, like collectively? I'm it talking about up, yeah. in the entire – so we're in a strip mall. So there, you got a you got a Barnes Noble, you got a fucking, uh, you know what I don't know. Yeah, I don't a Target, know. a fucking books, yeah. some other shit. Yeah, mattress super center. Exactly. Discount in clothes. that parking lot, and there there's a Buffalo Wild Wings in the in the parking lot somewhere. I would say in that entire parking lot, twenty percent Ford Mustangs. It's a lot. Were there at least yeah. any like older, cool looking ones, like for the old vet guys, no, or just no, dipshits no, 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 no. in the fucking the no, V six no. Mustangs? We're talking about uh, two thousand nine, yeah. when you could buy a Mustang for you know uh, very conveniently like your signing bonus price. Sure. So you could you could buy a, a Mustang for like you know twenty twenty eight thousand. It's got the V six five speed. It's got the dual exhaust, so that sounds real douchey when you go over a speed bump and you're like. There's there's no features. It's just it's just your standard fucking stock. Probably half of them were fucking like like hand crank windows, just base model. That's fine. That's what just, I'm saying. You got all that, but then you get like just some loud ass like speaker, maybe even nuts. They'll try and hang yeah. fucking truck nuts off the back of a Mustang. So they drag on the ground. So I used to hang out with some army guys and I got a call one day. He was like, Hey, can uh can you come over and help me get my car out of the pool? And I was like, yeah, dude, no problem. <laughs> went, over, <laughs> went over there. I'm on the way. This guy had a gold Mustang from probably like 2008 or something. And it was a manual. And uh, his sister jumped in it to go to the store or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Never driven a manual before. And then I guess she thought that she could just figure it out on the fly. Yep. And nope. I guess instead of putting it in reverse, you put it in first. Yeah. And it's probably and geared just right so that when like she let her foot off, it kind of lurched and then it kept lurching and just kind of was like boom, 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 until it went it, right in the fucking pool. It went through a wooden fence yep. and then went into the shallow end of the pool. And the first like almost 50% of the car was just in the pool. So like the engine and everything absolutely fucked for sure. Like and it we you know it's it's like it's like a like the 4 foot part of the pool. So like it's just like just barely everything's fucked. Just enough. Yeah. Like yeah. the doors aren't even in the fucking water. It's just the hood and the front tire. <laughs> it's God just damn it. everything important is submerged and like the whole rest of the car is fine. But yeah, I mean, abs- I mean, you can imagine total the car. And yeah. as far as bodywork goes, like the fence really didn't do anything, like a, a wooden fence. Yeah, maybe so, a like, headlight. The front end, yeah. I like the front end looked almost immaculate, but I mean, just yeah, just ain't shit. Ruined. That's so fucking funny. It's the one time you fucking you wish that you had an above ground pool, so it would have just looked like a Steven Seagal movie. You just <laughs> through it. And when, not when we got swamp it out, out the, pool, the fucking Mustang, dude, that's not good. When we got it out of the pool, um, I had a, I was driving a truck at the time, and we attached a strap to the back to pull it out. Yeah. And their idea, because they're fucking like retarded army douchebags, they're like, so we're all gonna get in the pool, and there was like six of them, and they're all like jacked army dudes. Like no. they they would they would go to uh, on uh, deployment in Afghanistan. And would take like three hundred dollars worth of fucking GNC supplements with them, and the entire time they were there, they would just fucking work out because they had like pretty sick gyms there. 
So the entire time they were in Afghanistan, they would just fucking lift and just get sweating and fucking headbutting each other with no protection. Just like, yes. hey, bro. Goo. Yeah. So they were all Fuck convinced yeah. that there was enough of them to like be able to lift the front end of the car up. Oh, you mean a waterlogged so, car engine? That sounds plausible. Yeah. Like it's not only going to be, I don't know, 800 pounds, maybe 1,000? Yeah. Sure. Because they, they didn't want to damage... Like I guess the undercarriage any more than it was already from like the the edge of the pool, so they're like they're like yeah bro so we're gonna lift up the front of the car and all you do is uh you know drive it out yeah bro we'll, just we'll pull it when we give you the signal yeah we'll Jimmy's gonna say the go and then you just step on it Pepper okay <laughs> it, it did I mean obviously it didn't work out like that like no. four four juiced up drunk army dudes i'm gonna be honest i kind of hope that you fucking ran over like a couple of them i hope you dropped the whole ass mustang on top of at least one of them's leg and they were like bro you crunched up my shit (laughs) they looked they looked really cool trying to lift a ford mustang out of a pool because they were all short shirtless and jacked yeah but it was like the flag raising on fucking iwo jima it's just like four drunk assholes with no shirts on lifting a mustang out of a pool (laughs) <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know where you're going to that. And then you finish it, and I pictured it, and I was like, "God damn, dude! That that would be like the 2009 Iwo Jima flag." Yeah, sure. Just That's four guy, one guy, and one dude standing in the back with a Bud Light with his hand on his shoulder, like you got it, dude. Like that's all it is. They're fucking just pushing on a fucking Mustang uh, half out of the water. There's a pregnant bitch changing clothes in a beach house that's just like barely in frame. Go on. They got bitches pregnant a lot. I'm listening. Speaking of, hey, your show, Rushmore, right? Yeah. It's about the top four. It's an interesting concept. You didn't definitely didn't invent it, but I feel like you've you've made a pretty good stride with it. You've you've come up with you invented it. Like nobody ever called Rushmore before then, do you think? Nope. Well fuck. I guess you invented it. So I, I had some ideas. For some Rushmore's pepper, and I thought, you know, maybe just to give a little, uh, a little inside edition of the show, would you like to maybe do a Rushmore with me, real quick? I had like a, a top four we could talk about. A hundred percent. You want to wait till your yeah. wife leaves? <laughs> well, yeah. Can we pause for a couple seconds? Yeah, sure. What, uh, what topic did you come up with, Jody? Well, I had a couple, but I settled on porn genres, Pepper. You seem like the Ooh. kind of a guy who maybe had seen a little bit of porno in your life. I also have seen some pornos, and I think that I, I have a consecutive little top four of the things that I really enjoy, and the things that uh, that fucking, that I probably Google the most when I go to the, the, the internet search histories. And uh, you can tell a lot about a man by the kind of porn that he watches. So I'm curious, I'm- Pepper, do you have a, a Rushmore for porn genres? I guess I could come up with one real quick. I bet you could. <laughs> well, look. All right. So the format so, is typically you go back and forth, right? That's how you do? Since you're the guest, uh, the guest of honor, Pepper, what would be your number four on your Rushmore of porn genre? Number four of my Rushmore of porn genre would be Redhead. You and me are a lot alike, Pepper. My honorable mention. Like if there was a fifth yeah. place, it would probably be there. Good call. Do you have a favorite Redhead? Yeah, her name is Camille Crimson, and she sucks wieners, and she has blue eyes. She does uh, POV, and she doesn't talk. Pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah. I like that. They put pretty oh. pretty crappy music behind it, too. She, I think her name was like Felucia Blow. Like she has another fucking name, but she's really pretty. She's got fiery red hair and really blue eyes, and she fucking she, she does a business, man. And it's like really high-quality video? Yes. 
I know exactly what you're talking about. No sound, really? Great great lighting. Uh Uh-huh. And she's very pale. Like, that's why you can tell it's good lighting. She gets all the way in. She's the first person I ever saw that did the deep throat thing with her tongue out and also hit the balls on the very bottom. Yeah. I haven't convinced my chick to do that yet. She doesn't get that far in. And to be honest, I don't even think it would be that hard. You know? But, like... Your your dick's too big. You can't do that. No. That's not the problem at all. I think she's just a quitter. Oh. That's the thing about us uh, big dick guys. Uh, you, you can't, you can't, can't do that. No, nope. yeah. never. I, I can get a running start and maybe gagger. Everybody knows that uh, us, uh, you know, fair, fair skinned, you know, fair haired boys have just giant hogs. Just it's enormous. Common, just big fat cocks. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah, everybody knows that. So they always expect it. <laughs> and we always deliver because that's what we have. Yeah, what I lack in dick, I make up for in personality and funny. So, you know, it'll be your own guess. Be your own guess. That's not even a sentence. Be your own judge. My number four uh, on the uh, Rushmore porno uh, genres is amateur. I'm a fan of the amateur work. I'm not a very big uh, porno house guy. I like seeing butthole hair and, like, awkward misshapen titties and stuff like that. Like, I'm always down for the, the believable stuff. I would say that is the widest category sure. ever. Yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna narrow it down more, it would be, probably be amateur blowjob. That happens a lot. Okay, not a lot of blowjob enthusiasm around this house, Pepper. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Probably not as much as I'd like, but then again, what guy doesn't say that? You know, I've never heard a guy go, "Man, I just get my dick sucked too much." Like, man, yeah. just I wish she would stop blowing me so often. I've never heard that once in my life. It's it's there's also a huge difference between like a utility blowjob and like one with the lights on where you can fully enjoy it where like you're standing up and she's on the knees like that just never fucking happens. It oh. happens like that's like a once every couple months thing like as a treat and you're like oh fuck. I might get that what for a happened? birthday once. She blew me while I was driving once when we were kids. Like probably the first couple oh, yeah. years we were together, it surprised me and now like the other night I think we were watching a movie, and it's what started the zombie apocalypse or some shit. And she was like, look at these kids being careless. You ain't never going to catch me doing some shit like that. And I'm like, bitch, you used to put my dick in your mouth once when we were driving. Like, don't act too fucking stuck up now. Roadhead is so overrated. Like, Yeah, that's a kid move, man. That is a a rookie move. It is pretty sick, but it's also, like, I'm such a good driver. Yeah. Like, it, it is terrifying that, like... It's like, I really do need to make sure that I don't impale your head with my dick once we get into a wreck and the airbag blows off. I have a feeling it's it like, would happen. She'd bite it off. Like, she would just fucking get yeah. sudden brain trauma, and then your wife would just lop your cock off. And that's what you get for letting her blow you while you're driving. You should have priorities. Could you imagine a worse way to lose a dick? Um, I was thinking bandsaw accident would probably be pretty no, bad. That's, that's way quicker and less embarrassing. You think so? Like yeah. the one where it's like you're cutting pipe or something, and maybe it just gets uh-huh. hung up on your fucking. Eh, I don't know. It's way less embarrassing than you were getting roadhead and wrecked into a tree, and the airbag caused her jaw to compact onto just your dick, chomp. and now you don't have a dick. And you know, you know, dick is like that's. It's not something that you can just bite through. Like it takes. I was thinking that too. Like with the teeth, I would just assume maybe she wouldn't be able to get all the way through it. So it would probably take some work besides just a quick chomp. Your dick has uh, cartilage uh, 
basically like cartilage blood bags, and that's yeah. how you get a boner. Gristle. So it's incredibly hard. Yeah, gristle. It's incredibly hard to bite through. Yeah. And see, so maybe you had a grill or something. Like if you were dating a black chick and she put in fucking a big ass like Nelly grill, she could probably get yeah. through your dick in one bite. But I feel like that you're going to need a couple happen. shots. That would never happen. <laughs> the black chick or the grill? Hey, did your camera freeze up, Pepper? What happened here? No. Oh, sorry. Oh, did it? Oh, I said, I said, I love everybody. So the uh, the number three on my Mount Rushmore is I'm Pog. Not, no, uh, no, 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 no. What? It's my number three. Okay. I never, I never gave my number three. Give me your number three. I thought it goes back and forth. It does go back and forth. Well, tell me your fucking number three then. Yeah, that is how it goes. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Well, I mean, you kind of already... Okay, I'm just going to go with the same one, Pog. Pog. Sure. It's a good number three. Solid. There's definitely a limit. Yeah, <laughs> there really is. Ice-T's wife what? is the limit for me personally. Like, I love Coco, I, but that is, a, that is a lot. She's got Yoko Zuna legs. Like, it's weird. So, I think the limit is, like, when the pussy is obscured by... The thymine? Other... Yeah, other meat. Yeah. Well, not even thigh meat. I, I, I don't mind thigh meat. I love thigh meat. Yeah, yeah. But but like you got them turkey drumsticks. Like that, it does get a little weird at a certain point where it's like she could just cross her legs a little and you can't even see the top of the pubes. No, <laughs> like, it's not that. Damn, it's girl. not that. It's not that. I love that. I love I love thick ass thighs. It's when the 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 above pussy meat. You know what I'm saying? Like the like the V. It's like the pubis area. Sure. Like we call it a uh, the fupa around here. This yeah. house. Whenever that get that gets too fat and it like, I don't know. Whenever that gets too fat, it's like a Homer Simpson mouth. You gotta like pull it back to fucking see the entrance way yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, like if, if if your legs are spread and I can't see any lips, yeah, that's where I'm like, eh, can't do that. I think that's where Donald Trump come up with the grab him by the pussy thing. I think he had just seen a like a bunch of fat pussy broads and he was just like, you can grab him by the pussy because you can definitely grab one of those. I've yeah. done that. Oh, <laughs> we're just yeah. like, hey, check this out. You fucking, it's like grabbing half a Nerf football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All right, my number two yeah. on my Rushmore uh, is going to be just straight up butthole. Butthole. Anything butthole. You type that in there. I want to see everybody's butthole. So you get like dude buttholes too? Well, no, no. I want to see all female buttholes. But I feel like he would have gotten a dude butthole by accident if you just go in straight butthole. Oh, like it would have slipped yeah, one in there on you. You get you get dude buttholes by accident, and you know you 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 know you make sure nobody's looking. Yeah, and then you kill yourself because you're gay. No, it's fine. Oh, everybody loves buttholes. Everybody loves butt. Like, that's the one thing that's funny. Like, some people are titties oh. and whatnot, but, like, asses across all the genres, all the sexual, bisexual nomenclatures or whatever the fuck, like, everybody loves ass. Yeah, everybody's buttholes got ass. Buttholes are very similar to nipples. Yeah? Yeah. So, you know how there's so many different kinds of nipples. Yes. You got, you got the you got the pink puffies. Mm-hmm. You got, uh, you got the, the dark brown... You got like the mason jar with the rice krispies around it. Yeah, definitely with little baby toe but nipples. That's it's the same way with buttholes. It's just buttholes are a little more subtle. Yeah. So like if you get like a super ginger chick, it will just be like just a fucking pink little. It's like a little mouth, like a, like a little baby yeah, mouth. Yeah, like a little. 
Yeah, like just a little dot. So fucking a little then, little tight baby mouth. It's like fucking the butthole of a real skinny uh, redheaded chick. I got you. Yeah. Dude, I, I love, like I'm a big, and I don't necessarily like do anal a shit ton. Sure. It's just not on the table for I love you that the much, idea so. of it. And I love, I love like licking buttholes. Yeah. You get in there, dude. Fucking just yeah. get. That's me. It's too close to the pussy. I love eating pussy, so it's like they're right next door neighbors. I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I don't know if I've ever just been like, "Yo, yo, girl, pull your butthole out and let me tongue fuck it right quick." But like, oh, see, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, 100%. you're that guy. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah, shit. I and like I'm really big and like like getting my bitch to sit on my face. Sure. I haven't. Just I like, say it to my wife as a joke all the time. She's yet to do it to me, but she just turned forty. Oh. She just turned forty, so she's starting to get into that fucking wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like in the next couple of years, it's going to be on the fucking menu. Put me on the phone with her for twenty minutes. I'll convince her. But I like her to like try to like hurt me. Yeah, suffocate. Try. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, me too. I mean, do we go way back, man? And that's what's funny is it's like <laughs> with butthole, like though it's it's not my favorite thing. It's there, like the ones that get me though. You ever seen the ones that look like a dog butthole, like the ones that have been a little worn out and they're kind of like they're not really little rings, like a little fucking it, like a calamari no more. Well, they kind of, and I don't mean like Ari's asshole where it like comes out like a fucking like a monster. I just yeah. mean like they fold up. There's like three big folds instead of the little asterisk. It's like three big folds that come together to make like the butthole. Like yeah, that one's a little weird from you that's, like it's, it, that's hemorrhoids. <laughs> that's, hemorrhoids. That, that's what my butthole looks like. I've taken pictures of my butthole just out of curiosity and that is what my butthole looks like. But I don't I also don't like the like the inflated like the Cheerio butthole, like the inflated or uh, like the perfect little butthole, guy. Yeah, the perfect little circle. Like, it looks like an, an inflated tire. Yeah. I don't like that. I like a, a nice smooth butthole. I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah, like the 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 the, the Fruit Loop butthole doesn't really do it for me. But hey, color doesn't matter. Like I just I, I like I like buttholes. They're fine. I, I love. Them. Excellent. See my number two, and I will. I when I see a woman, the first thing I think is like, I wonder what her butthole looks like. See, I'm the I same way, but I'm I like I'm more of a vagina guy for sure. Like, but buttholes. That's a good way to start. Like, is it clean? Is it round? You know, that's a lot of thought. Because I used to do that with because nip, nipples are so diverse and so different. And every once in a while you'll see a bitch naked, like in porn. And you'll be like, I did not expect her nipples to look like that. Yeah, like the you ones where they're pink but also brown. Like just kind of <laughs> tanned on the areolas, but then like the tip of the nipples pink like a little dog with a pink nose. And you're like, wow. Or like the big like pregnant ones where it's just like. So, uh, so you, okay. may have, you may have just nailed my number two on my Mount Rushmore is uh, pregnant chicks. Now, that one didn't happen until my wife got pregnant. Yeah. But it's probably a weekly, if not monthly, search just to check like the video store. You know, like back in the day, you just wander down the aisle to see what's up. And yeah, at least once I'll type that in there and just skim through it and be like, what do we got here? I watched one the other day. She was nine months. It was hot. <laughs> Dude, that is like it. Like, it, I mean, it sucks to get a bitch pregnant. Let's be real. Because then, like, just the financial. There's a lot of follow up. A lot of follow up like, to that, for sure. There's a lot of follow up. But nutting in a bitch for eight months yeah. is so. With 
guaranteed zero consequences. What's fucked up is it's almost like a curse from God because sometimes they don't want to fuck and then they're like, fine. Like you've been trying for like all day. You're like, please? And they're like, fine. And they're like, I'm fat and I'm gross. Just hit it doggy style. And then you get a whole 15 seconds into that fuck. (laughs) You're like, shit. (laughs) But then like a day and a half later, they're all over you. 100%. Because their hormones are so like, poo, 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 poo. But that's the problem is it goes back and forth so much. I and wish. That one, it just fucking sucks because it's just like, finally. And then it's like, oh, no, I wasn't ready at fucking 8 o'clock in the morning. Normally, this yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You sit up but, fucking like, jizzing just, on your own fucking toes, just standing there like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just nothing in bitches with like... Like, the the promise that there's zero consequences is so sick. Sure. Like, nothing in bitches is by far the best way to come. If anybody argues with that, then, I mean, kill yourself. Yeah, like, I can't argue so with it. so wrong. Can't, can't argue with that. And I don't even like to pretend to yank it out. I'm either going inside or I'm going in a towel. Like, I'm not going to fucking waste it. <laughs> I'm not going to hear you whine and complain about it. Like, either it's in or it's out. Yeah. I get one day a month and I get to shoot my shot. I like it. We figured that one out but, recently. I told my wife. I was like, you know, there's like a zero fucking percent. Like, I just got tired of it. I was like, you got to let me go once. So it's like we wait till literally the last day of the fucking of uh, Shark Week. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm going. <laughs> I'm not taking any chances, dude. I am so terrified of having another one. Me too. Like, and, yeah. dude, if you only knew. Like, I thought it was easy. And she had to tell me, like, no, it's it's actually pretty hard to get pregnant if fucking you don't know your windows and all your other shit, you know? So it's like two weeks after this, that, and the other. So what I do is literally the last day. Like, we counted out day one, and then I'm like, all right, four days later, when it's just fucking finishing up, I'm like, well, you can't right now. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't trust that. I don't even trust that. Like, I'm, not, I'm literally not taking any chances. I just either condom or come outside. I don't. Hey, we don't fuck with condoms. I do pull. I've fucking been doing it for years. And it's funny because Ari brought that up in a special about just pull out. Like, that's, it's the best. Like, it, it's 100% effective. Just pull out. He's like, if it's not effective, then you didn't pull out. He's like, if you didn't get, I think, at least two strokes, it doesn't count as pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny to me. Like, yeah, that works. That's that's the method. It's tried and true. It has worked for many, many years. So that's. Like I, I like the ones we got now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if a third one is introduced, then it's... Yeah, well, right now you're playing fucking man-to-man defense. You don't need to be playing zone. Zone's not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, extra zone, power eye, if you're fucked. If that could be a t-shirt. Like, it's too much to explain to be a t-shirt. No. Yeah. But if that could be a t-shirt, that would be fucking fantastic. We're still... We're playing full deep, full coverage against... We got one kid. There's two of us. Like, we're great. When you start playing yeah. man-to-man, it gets tight. And when you're going over, you're, fuck, you're over-kicking your coverage, dude. Like, you're fucked. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, like uh, Philip Rivers has, like, 11 kids. It's like... You're not yeah. even playing defense. Dude. No, like you're you're, just, you should just go home. You're watching things happen. You're watching <laughs> things happen in front of you. Doesn't even fucking work. Yeah, fuck kids. So pregnant, oh. just just by genre of like, I think pregnant chicks are fucking sexy. Like, and it's I don't like to touch what? them or anything like that. It's just something. I don't know what it is. It's they let you go inside them. That's number one. True. I think yeah, it's the I mean, fat tits and just like you obviously. said, the raging hormones. I like it when chicks are really into it. Like even when I sure. watch porn, like I like it when chicks are like, "Yo, I'm actually down with this." 
And so, like, I feel like in that moment, there's very primal moments where they're just like, please come fuck me now. Like, and that shit, that works. True. What, what's your favorite, like, physical aspect of pregnant porn? Do you like the nibble? Because the nibbles change. <sighs> this is going to sound kind of weird. Okay. As they get bigger, their, their bellies get bigger. A lot of times they can't shave as well. I like a pregnant chick. Not like with the full bush, but like the ones that you can tell that keep their shit pretty tight. And then like when they're like eight months pregnant, they just got like the fucking, like, that's my jam. Wow. There you go. I I, I respect that. That's, I'm a bush guy. What can I say? I'm old school like that. <laughs> I like lazy, dirty whores with big, fat bushes and tits. <laughs> That is what you described, yes. Yes. You know, people that get really into stuff, that's pretty cool. Hey, I had an honorable mention, if you'd like to hear it, just something if you want to check it out sometime. Okay. Underwater uh, blowjobs. That's yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah, I've watched that, and, you know, I've I've dabbled in that world, and it's just, I don't believe any of it. I think it's quiet, which is funny. Like, there's never any obnoxious noises of, like, gagging or chicks going like, oh, yeah, or doing that. It's just like, blah, blah. It's also a blowjob, like, 20 seconds at a time, which It's like waterboarding, I think. Like, technically, it's torturous. So, that's she has to really want to do it, I guess, is the point. (laughs) I've done that, and I've also had sex in a pool. It, like, on paper, sounds... Like really cool, just like like shower sex, anything involving water and sex. Yeah, water it isn't sounds, lube though. That's the problem. No, yeah, it sounds cool and romantic, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. would rather suck uh, or fuck a like a, like a sandpaper tube. The shower is really testy because it's like you got to have a silicone lube, something that doesn't run with water. And if you get that on the floor on your feet, you might trip and crack your goddamn skull open. So you're really rolling the dice. Blood is a decent lube in the shower. Been there, I had, for sure. Yeah. I had one good experience with that. And the only reason it was a good experience is because there was so much blood. Yeah. Like, like I would I would reach down and grab a handful and throw it on the side of the shower. It just, like, created, like, a murder scene. And I was like... I was like, oh my god, it's still... Cu-. Like, there's just so much of it. So you're like a... Just, you're like fucking Dexter... But just like with yeah. his flinging Dixter so over just, here, just dipping his just fucking hand in her content, fucking go, putting dude. handprints on the wall. <laughs> exactly. Like literally putting handprints on you're the wall. You're a monster. Dixter is another great t-shirt. Like you come up with some fucking awesome ideas tonight, dude. The one time that I did that, uh, let's do it in the shower. It was a stand-up stall type shower. Pepper, this woman was huge. She was probably 300 pounds. She's a big girl. I overestimated. I just talked to Delvin about this the other day, and it's actually funny that you brought it up. Like, I overestimated a like how much she weighed, but also like how much I was ready to pick up in the shower. Then I tried to do that move where like you pin them against the wall and fucking pick their legs up and do one of those. And I got one of her legs off the ground and like started to get the weight. It's almost like when somebody's fixing to give you like unspotted bench press weight. Like it was real heavy and like I fucking slipped a little bit and I was like, oh shit. So I ended up just doing the like hold one leg up and kind of there was a legit moment where I almost killed both of us for sure. Like if I'd have picked her other leg up, we both would have died. It would have been a literal crime scene. It would have been the most confusing. There's so much blood. The most embarrassing crime scene of all time. glass shower door like we both would have went through <laughs> it we've just been dead and bleeding from both ends all of us did that dude's dick get cut in half by the glass or is it really that small 
That I mean, wasn't that good of a joke. It's not funny when it's accurate. You prick. My number one <laughs> on my Rushmore of pornography yes. is Reddit. Reddit? I don't think I use Reddit for anything, but I've heard that they have the wild stuff there on the porno, huh? It is the best because here here is the the selling point. Bestiality porn. Close. <laughs> I mean, definitely, definitely, you could find that. So it's everything. But here's the thing. You get pornography from women that take it from their cell phones and post it on Reddit. So it's real, real. It's real, real. Hmm. It's real, real. Now, I mean, like, basically just, like, name what you're into. Pregnant. Yeah, sure. You can find pregnant chicks that are pregnant right now, that are doing porn right now, that you could possibly contact and possibly abduct, possibly murder, they are posting pornography on Reddit right fucking now. That's I, crazy. It, so it's like a porn manifesto. Like a it's, it's just constantly updating with the, the foulest shit on the yes. internet. By the hour. You could you could look at it now, you could look at it from two hours from now, and there'll be like six new posts. Yeah. And then the thing is, their account is linked to that post. So then you, what you do. Yeah, then so, you type uh, it and cross-reference what state they live in versus what the Hardys was well, they were jerking yeah. off in front so of. So what you do, okay, let, let's 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 go on an adventure with me. Okay. okay? I'm in the car, dude. Where are we going? Let's do it in real time. All right, I'm not. Oh, look at this one. All right, here we go. Just right quick. Okay, we got a, a gal. Can't see the. I There's see, a little bit of a bush on that one. I see you a vagina like there. It. You sure? Yeah. Okay, so that that's on r slash pale girls. Okay. She is very Just, pale. That's why it was hard to see what with the lighting and all. So then you go and you click on her username and you go to her user page. So now we're going to find out all the other stuff that she's done. Oh, look. Oh, there she is. Hey, girl. She's riding a dildo on the floor. Got a big old bush. Got a... Get big old bush. See, and that's that. I don't really like it so much when it's not on pregnant chicks. Like I enjoy I, pubic hair, but not like the full bush. Like if you can cut it, keep it trimmed. But like if you're pregnant, I get it. You can't see it oh, so much. Boy. Can't really see your nipples in that. But I'm saying like so. I'm, I'm so going you just let your of, so it's like Willy Wonka style. Like you just get in there and you're like anything you like, want. Just look it in there. It, you'll find it. You get you you'll you'll find shit because it's like it's direct to consumer pornography. Sure. That's what it is. That's what it is. There's no middleman. There's no Pornhub. There's no Bang Bros. There's nothing. It, it's 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 girls. And this is another big thing for me. And I'm after I say it, you'll agree that it's a big thing to you too. It's girls that want to do porn and are enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Rather than like a possible like sex trafficked seventeen year old that's like. Yeah, some of those Being casting made. couch videos are a little weird sometimes. Because yeah. you're just like, I don't think she wants to be there. If I had to guess, this guy has a weird dong. Like, I wouldn't yeah. want to be there. <laughs> it's like, you're Russian, and there's obvious... Like, I saw a shadow of a gun. Like, I don't like this. You know what? I feel kind of bad now, because my number one of Rushmore for porn categories is going to pale in comparison to you fucking giving me the past, like the matrix of porn now to go find stuff. My number one all time is MILF porn. I've been watching MILF porn for probably the last 20 years since it was fucking invented. Like, I I think ever since I'm from the American Pie generation, 
the uh, the raunch com, if you will. I know you don't watch a lot of movies, but in that movie in particular, the the, the phrase was coined over Stifler's mom, the old lady from the fucking movie. Uh, I forget her fucking name, but anyway, it's always been a thing banging older chicks. I've always had a thing for older chicks. Like you said earlier, you can bust all inside them. Usually they got their tubes tied like MILFs. MILFs reign supreme in this house. They always have, in my opinion, and the porno uh, watching. So that's me. I don't like watching young people. It's weird. Like I guess I'm just so freaked out by young people, and you don't want to get trapped. You don't want to get deleted in this day and age. So just I don't if I can't count the rings on your fucking nipples, like I don't fucking care. Like I'm not even interested in it. I don't have Reddit. I just I stay on Twitter just so I don't get caught up in all kinds of other bullshit. But yeah, yeah, and see, I only use Reddit for porn. Mm-hmm. Reddit is a porn website for me. It's probably a porn website for most people, if I had to guess. Yeah, it is. I mean, it it's it's mostly like pictures and stuff. Yeah. If you can get yourself like off of like twenty minute videos back to pictures. Like the the comes are so much harder. Sure. Uh, hey, my wife, and this is gonna sound kind of gay. I don't know, but it's what happens when you're married. I was married almost ten years. Uh, yeah. For Valentine's Day last year, she took boudoir photographs for me. Ooh. They're not te- they're not nudes at all. Like there's a couple yeah. where like just a little titty slipped out. But uh, hey, man, I've definitely spanked it to a couple of those. You know what I'm saying? Like That's fucking, it's just her in like kind of panties and stuff and different poses. I think she paid like a couple hundred bucks and this chick like took all kind of like, I've got probably 200 pictures of her and she yeah. took like three or four different things. And it's just kind of funny because my wife is uh, not the most confident. You know, she was a bigger girl in high school and she looks great now, you know, but she still has her hangups. So it was really cool for her to fucking do that. And yeah, I've definitely fucking creeped on those a few times. Well, uh, my, my wife recently, Convinced me to download Snapchat. Yeah, and she was like, "You'll you'll enjoy it." And I was like, "Sending you slutty little fucking Snapchats, dude, because that's pretty fucking cool." uh, Yeah, dude, my wife has only sent me like two pictures of her pussy ever, and I think they're still in my phone. (laughs) Like you save that kind of shit, my heirlooms. (laughs) Yeah, that that's like that's like why she did it. She was like, she's like, I really do want to, uh, you know, send you dirty shit, but if you die. Uh, which you will soon. Sure. Um, I don't want like we shouldn't be on your phone. And I was like, that's a good idea because like we, me and her together cleaned out my mother's house when she died. Mm-hmm. And here you don't want. We talked about to- this recently, my wife and I. She was like, why don't you yeah. just delete the stuff? I go, I probably should because if you just I died tomorrow and you got my phone and flipped through my gallery, like I don't even know what you would think. I yeah. really, really you want to. Either want to hide shit very, very, very well. I don't or even Pepper. I don't even mean like away. I don't mean like dirty stuff. Like I got a few pictures of some titties and pussies and stuff like that. Whatever, nothing like personal. Sure. It's obviously stuff that I found, but like most of it is just disgusting stuff of like just ringed out buttholes and and yeah. dicks and fucking smashed with hammers and like just odd fucking shit. It was one of those things where it's like, I don't want you to think less of me. I said, you can keep all the pictures in the photo gallery that I took with my phone. I said, but all the downloads, like, just, just delete them. <laughs> don't look There's at a picture of you in there with your fucking titties out. Put tape on them. Like, I'm, I don't know how to explain that. Me? I'll be dead. I don't, yeah. It was from the roast or whatever. You send me a picture of you sitting in a chair with your fucking gut and like your oh titties hanging God. out. Yeah. It's probably going to well, be the cover art for this fucking episode, sir. 
Nipple nipples are still band-aided up. Hell yeah, dude. I Always, got, dude. I got three of them shits. I sent one to Dave today. He said, show me your tits. I said, I'll show you one tit and two nipples. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I'm about to yep. go have sex. Good with luck. a human person hey, listen, that is my wife. I'm going to tell you what I tell all married guys. Don't fuck it up. You're already in the fucking game. Just keep your mouth shut and keep your eye on the prize, homie. We, we talk about it all the time. Like, we are obviously, like, we're, we're friends with married couples and everything. Everybody has all these fucking crazy problems. Yep. And we have... None, and we're just waiting. We're like, great. like, yeah. why are we, like, why are we so cool, and everybody else sucks? It's like everybody I'm else just, just sucks, I'm, Pepper. That's all it is. It's just people yeah. are fucking shitty, and they don't know how to just be happy with what they fucking got, man. It, we're just, we're just like sociopaths, and we just like deal with like whatever is given to us. So we're just like, yeah, no, this is this is great. This is awesome. I love this. It's like, whoa, wait, it, dude. I had some. I had some bitch. I almost said the N word. Uh, just little, <laughs> little pussy dude. Be like, be like, like, bro, you're fucking married. You don't get any pussy. It's like, okay, how many, how many times a week do you get pussy? He's like, you know, I mean, you know, I do pretty well. I was like, bitch, uh-huh. I fuck. Yeah. Okay. If I do, if I, I play my cards right, I fuck all the time. It's just I'm an idiot, and sometimes I talk too much. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't get pussy. I. Dude, I don't get pussy. I fuck. I don't. I don't waste time trying to get pussy. I got There's pussy. A pussy. That's what I do. That wants me, and I fuck it. That's gonna be the fucking title. I got pussy. <laughs> no, I don't get pussy. I got pussy. <laughs> but I mean, we're so like we we have stayed interested in each other. Very much so. Yeah, that's good. Is, that's what it's all about, dude. And I fucking, I'm so happy. Is, I'm, it's nice to yeah. hear that for a change instead of people like, well, fucking bitch, why? Blah, blah, blah. Well, hey, go do your uh, thing. Do you got any plugs or anything? You got any uh, social stuff you want to get out there just in case? Uh, yeah, go check out Rush Run Podcast. I will be, uh, there's going to be a new podcast probably sometime in the next month that uh, is going to be. A, I don't know a new podcast. I, I, we're not exactly sure what we're doing. Sure. I'll, I will. Send, we we have recorded one test episode. We're planning on doing another one next week. I will send you both of those. Yeah, and I would like your opinion on it and criticism. And I, I think you do a great but, job, man. Fucking, we sat here for almost two hours and talked. You know, so it's just it goes quick oh, when yeah. you're having a good time. So fucking, uh, be well, and hopefully it all goes good and. Man, I'm glad we I'm glad that we crossed paths, Pepper, and I think that hopefully we can uh, we can work on some shit in the future. You know, just holler at me. Hundred percent, dude. If there's if there's a hey, uh, anybody listening, if you need a theme song for a podcast or something like that, hit me up, dude. Yeah, Daddy's always Don't looking for scared. a theme song. I'm just not going to pay you three hundred dollars for one. So if you fucking get inspired, go nuts, motherfucker. Now that you got, we have to right. sit down, fucking knock yourself out. It's all on the schedule. Well, have a good evening, sir. Don't fuck it up, and I'll talk to you soon. Cool? All right. God, God loves us all. All right, buddy. All right. So that was my conversation with Pepper. I love Pepper, man. He's a great guy. He makes me laugh on a, I would say, on a regular basis. Probably one of the only podcaster people that I talk to on the phone. We send text messages and talk shit. It's it's lovely. And uh, you all should be sure and follow him on all the things that he does, including but not limited to the Rushmore podcast 
and also some other fucking history buffs, I think, maybe is the title. There's a history show that he's working on, so the irony would not be lost on me, a fellow like Pepper. Just a simple, a simple-headed man uh, walking you through some of the steps. That would be pretty entertaining, I think. So be sure and check that out. I'm recording this kind of late. I'm supposed to have done my Big Brother show tonight. Hashtag BBC, but uh, Mama wasn't feeling it, so we're gonna get that handled. So here's a fun little treat. There's extra time from the podcast that I cut out just to hear some of uh, Pepper's wonderful singing. <laughs> and uh, we went down a little bit of a music rabbit hole before we got started. So I'm going to stick that on the end, the very, very end. And uh, you can check that out if you want to. It's just a little extra. But yeah, we actually start talking about the uh, the Big Brother show. And I'm, I'm excited. I love podcasting with my wife. And she's a good co-host. It's, uh, it's fun. And we're uh, looking forward to all the, the shenanigans that lay in store. And uh, if you're into Big Brother, be sure to check out hashtag BBC. If not, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can listen to the show. If you don't watch it, it's fine. We, we give a good rundown, you bastards. Other than that, you guys know the deal. Like, subscribe, rate, review. You can get at me on Twitter at PoBoyPod. Tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your friend's mom about the show. If you'd like to support, be sure to go to www.biobaday.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You receive 10% off your order. You can clean your booty hole like a champion. Hey, summertime blues. Should Everybody should do their significant others uh, a favor. And be sure to bring to the table the cleanest, most minty, fresh booty hole. There's not a mint fresh option. That would be cool, though. Maybe you could get like some, uh, some mouthwash or something for your asshole. Excellent. Yeah, man. Fucking, it's a life changer. I, I'm firmly behind the bidet movement, and I support it full force. And I know that when you try it, you will love it. Most people, I've, I've never heard anybody complain about a bidet. Typically, it's, oh, I paid more money and got a better one. So, hey, if you're feeling froggy, jump, motherfucker. But other than that, guys, gals, it's been fun. Thank you so much for listening. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you next time. Well, so you think you've got some county line cred Cause you rode a dirt road or two You got a mossy oak hat on top of your head And a southern pride tattoo Yeah, you might have drank a little grain alcohol Or hauled a little hay But if you think your boots got more dirt than mine I got one thing to say My town's smaller than your town
And I ain't trying to talk no smack It's just the facts, y'all Cause my truck's louder than your truck Looking at Pepper's butt. It's not bad. A little more shape than you would think. I guess he does. He cuts grass, so he probably walks a lot, works on glutes. At least he's got some some middle to upper glute. Uh, Daddy ain't got no ass at all. I, I'm built like a gorilla. I just I got belly and no ass. No, and a fat fucking head. Okay. Well. The light is here and it works, but it no longer spins. That's okay. I actually thought that your fucking internet froze up for a second. I was like, oh, the ethernet cable was working great for a moment, and then it stopped. And I go, well, there goes the whole thing. And then he started moving, and I go, oh, no, the light just fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of Christmassy. Yeah? Is All it going right. to be too distracting? <laughs> you don't have to have your light on, buddy. I just, it's oh, funny. I wanted some mood, though. I wanted it to fit in. I'm going to turn the other light off in a minute. We're just doing pregame here. Like, when the shit goes down, that's when the lights go out, homie. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, man. Like, the past three days, I've woken up, gone to work, and then immediately... I've either left work to immediately go do something else, Mm -hmm. and that's taken the entire time... Or like today, I got home, took a shower, and then I had to run a piece of equipment to a friend because I accidentally stole it from him. Sure. And then I got here at 8.10. Oh, Bubba. You're running on fucking empty, huh? Yeah. Well, thank you for carving out time in your day, Pepper. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah. I would. I don't want to miss this. This is very important to me. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm flattered. I, like, I don't necessarily... Here's the deal. I don't necessarily like your show. Sure. I like episodes of it. You really, you really turned me off with the Big Brother episodes, and I understand that's not every episode. Oh yeah, yeah. But whenever you talk to people that I like, or you talk about things I like, mm-hmm. um, I enjoy the show a great deal. Oh well, but, that makes me feel good. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I, t- I've told that to a bunch of people. Like, well, I, I was, I would almost say the same thing to you. Like, and I, it just so happens yeah. that you've had a lot more people that I know of or am interested in, and uh, probably some I've listened to, and some you would be surprised that I haven't or have. <laughs> yeah, like I have friends that, uh, like I have a friend named Caleb. Sure. And he has a, a podcast about heroes in film, and you know I've never seen any any movie, so. I can't relate to that at all. I think superhero movies are gay as shit, so yeah. I don't consume them at all. <laughs> but I told, like, I listened to three episodes of it, and I was like, "Dude, I'll be honest. Like, I didn't care at slash hated what you were talking about, but the structure, the content, and like the way you speak with your co-host, it's very good. Yeah. But I will not be listening to any more episodes because." I hate this subject matter. So I would say the word for that is entertaining, Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, entertaining. Because you don't have to like it to be entertained. It's just something that keeps your atten- uh, your attention for a short amount of time, huh? True. Yeah. I would even say, 
because I'm not entertained by it. I, I genuinely don't like the subject matter, and I will right. drift. Like my attention will drift very easily while listening to the podcast. It's just. But you didn't turn it off. No, out of respect, because he's my friend. Oh. The same. You're I just a nice guy. Entire, That's your, you're just a nice person. <laughs> yeah, I listened to an entire one of your uh, Big Brother episodes. He shouldn't have. Well, well, was, yeah. yeah well, I, and here's the thing: I got a buddy that doesn't watch it at all. Couldn't could care less about the show. And he said he listened to my show because, like my wife and I, uh, we enjoy the show. And yeah, I don't really even enjoy the people as much as I like to people watch. I'm sure you're from the south, so you do a lot of that too. Like you just really oh, yeah. you sit back. And judge people from afar. It's one of my pastimes. I enjoy it so much. And that particular show, there's something appealing about after about a month and a half of strangers in a place, they kind of forget that they're on camera. Yeah. They start to lose their mind. Now, some people cry a lot. Some people get mad a lot. Some people go goofy because, like, you also can't sing songs. You can't fucking, you get no phone, no internet, no nothing. You don't know anything that's going on. You're just stuck in a house with people. I like to watch people break mentally. <laughs> and so yeah. that's my favorite part of the show. And that's what I document through there. I'm like, well, fuck this guy. And this bitch cries a lot. You know, yeah. so that's it's fun. I do enjoy how much you guys enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like I, that, that was probably the only interesting part was listening to how into the show that you guys were. And you were talking about... And you were like making deep cut references, like like. Well, do you remember Chris from season three? Sure, and yeah. That bitch that he was fucking Karen or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, God damn, he is like like this is his NASCAR. Not like, since this my, is his not since I met my wife, I, I did not care until I met my wife, and like two years after she watched it with a friend of mine, and then one year she was like, Can we please? But you know how they do, they fucking wear yeah. you down, and I'm fine. And I watched it, and it just so happened to be a very controversial. Uh, season of the show like there was a couple people from arkansas uh one girl oh. said the n-word a couple times and they got canceled I, one dude almost got into a fight i was gonna say that as a joke but no. i'll let you say it no not even a joke at all it's, you already know what time it is yeah <laughs> so Arcane. and that's what i meant by they start to lose their focus after about two months with i mean the cameras you don't see them like they're behind double pane glass windows like they just look like yeah. mirrors so, yeah, at a certain point at 3 a.m., you might be fucking off your wits and you're just sitting out by the pool and you just start singing some racist song from your childhood. And they're like, Pepper, stop singing. But you're already <laughs> on camera singing your stupid fucking song. You it's know? like, I'm on verse three, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this song. What the fuck? If I could scroll back, uh, a couple of them wannabe Dave Allen Co. motherfuckers back in the day. I've heard some of them yeah. terrible songs. <laughs> Not even good structurally, like almost worth taking on shitty song of the week, but I'd be too yeah. scared to try to defend it. I would just be like, I don't even have to say anything. Can we just play this two minute awful song? <laughs> I would say across the board, racist music, it might be the worst music. That's not true. Okay. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Metallica with Ja Rule won the first year. I'm going to say Metallica with ja, ja Rule is way worse. I'd rather have completely racist music than Metallica and Ja Rule. Okay, but that's an example. But okay, yeah. But I'm saying, like, just specifically, I'm nope. not saying racist music versus well, hang like, on. another just really bad. Song. I can do this. Okay. Um. So I have a real problem with Christian rock. Like it bothers me. Okay. So like Creed and stuff. Not so. I obviously have a few exceptions to the rule, like the mainstream ones. That's fine. Yeah. I don't mind Creed, but no, I'm talking about like I delivered to certain car dealerships like Infinity and they're, you know, locally owned and these people are real churchy. And so you get out and it's just like 
rhythmic fucking music, just you know, kind of poppy uh, concert style. Are you talking about? You talking yeah, about yeah, this yeah, music? that one. That, and there's just kind of like, Lord, lift me up in the summertime, about it, baby. Like I fucking, it makes my skin crawl every time I hear it. I'm like, no, I'd rather listen to racist music than that. <laughs> it might be. The I would worst. say, I agree with that. But there are a couple of hidden gems in there. For example, that one song is like, Our God isn't an- and I'm not talking about the Kirk Franklin. Isn't awesome God. I'm talking about the I'm talking about the white version. <laughs> not the Kirk because obviously the Kirk Franklin version, that is one of that might be in my rushmore of songs ever. Sure. The Kirk Franklin. He uh what is it? Uh He reigns. Oh, oh, oh he reigns. And then there's like some really fucking sneaky, sick ass bake bass parts in there. Maybe. But I'm just talking about like our God yeah. is an awesome God. He reigns. I can't do from it. From heaven up no. above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Come on, do Our God. Yeah, is an awesome what? And it, it, yeah, nope. You didn't join me on that. Listen, I'll join you on other stuff. That's not my jam. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. You know, uh, I I feel bad for leaving you hanging, but I wanted you to get all that in yourself. I wanted you to get warmed up, so I appreciate it. I have a question. Sure. Do, uh, do we have the ability to play music? Yeah, live on the show. One hundred percent. We're gonna open with a song. We haven't even started yet, but we're fixing to. Oh, good. This is just the warm up conversation. Can can I suggest, because this is a very Christian band, they are aggressively Christian, but it is my favorite Christian band of all time, and it might turn you around. Okay. I know you're not into like heavy, heavy metal. Just give it to but me. It's a, what do you got? It's a band called For Today, and the song is, hold on. Is that Disturbed, I think, just now? <laughs> God damn it. Hold on. I should have had this ready. It's okay, buddy. We got time. I got till like 10. What's the uh, the title of the song, Fuckboy? Devastator. That's not my favorite. Yeah, here we go. But it's a good one. Oh, this is going to get sick nasty, isn't it? Okay, so let me say this. I don't hate that. Yeah. But because, like, the ironic kind of uh, uh, value of it being, like, thrash metal, but also, like, Jesus music, that's that's kind of funny to me. I can, I can appreciate and respect that. True story. I was actually at a gas station in Columbus, Georgia, blasting uh, their first album. And uh, some old, like, probably a preacher walked up to me and he was like, uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something uh, about devil music. Sure. He was like, it was like you, you'll never get anywhere listening to that devil music. And I was like, you have no idea 
This is the most Christian band that I've ever even fucking listened to. Right. They don't even jerk off. Why do you think he Dude, sounds so mad? <laughs> like they're they're aggressively. I've never heard a band be like aggressively Christian. Basically, like all their lyrics are like like uh, like Jesus will fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, like like if you're if you're not a Christian, then you're a fucking faggot. Uh, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> and like like for real. And it's like they they have one yeah they have one where the hook is I am not ashamed and it's like basically like I'm not ashamed of being a Christian sure they have one where it's like it's like a it's like a fictionalized thing where God rides a cavalry into hell yes and just like fucks up demons and the devil and shit (laughs) and like. So it's punk rock Jesus. I like it. Yeah, dude. Like it's, it's fucking, fucking sick as shit. Throwing his his uh, hand spikes at people like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Get over he here. Got to get over here. It's like go to hell. Yeah, peace be with you. <laughs> he just gets it right in the chest. <laughs> then he turns the other cheek. I love it. Pepper, you ready to start? Oh yeah, dude. Okay. You gonna you gonna kick it with some Wayne? What? No, start with Wayne? no, no. I got something way better than that. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. I got you, baby. <laughs> 